0: afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the Anything and Everything podcast. It's your old Storm Wade alongside co-host Alex Reno Casino. How you doing this fine afternoon, man?
1: I'm doing good. I feel like a drop in the bucket.
0: Something like that, so to speak. Yeah, well, good to have you back, man. We've been so pinched for time as of late and we actually get to do two episodes today, knock on wood something stupid doesn't happen but we are going to do our damnedest to get this thing and another one knocked out today we've been putting out about one episode a week uh because literally guys that has been the only time we have gotten together it has been hellacious as of scheduling absolutely yeah so let's just man enough with the pleasantries let's just dive into this thing head first a quick shout out to lady j she gave us this topic and we are going to honor that and give her a shout out because it's a really good topic and we kind of had to dive a little deep. Some things are a little bit more uh, superficial. Some th- things are a little bit deeper with this uh, topic, just depending on how you want to do it. But we are going to talk about our top five bucket lists items. All right. So that can be really anything. It can be, like I said, superficial. It can be deep. Does not matter. Top five Bucket list items. Now, seeing that our schedule has been so hellacious as of late, we're going to do things in reverse. These two episodes that we put out, we're going to put them out and then let you poll or comment underneath them instead of reverse like we usually do. You know, we will give you the subject and blah, blah, blah. You comment, we give the shot. Due to how things have been this week, we're just going to do it backwards just this week. We'll get back to normal uh, hopefully in the next week or so. So just bear with us on that. We are doing the best we can with that so we'll we'll release this and we'll allow you guys to rip up that comment section all you want and you're gonna like this one and the next one we do there's a lot of a lot of content to be had and a lot of good ideas to be had so first off episode one bucket list reno you want to kick us off
1: yeah i'll do it let's Um, do it so we all have a bucket list This was one of those topics we were eventually going to cover. I think just about any kind of show that does a format like this is going to cover a bucket list. So uh, here's our version of it. Uh, Number five for me, and this one you could call it out of left field, if you wish, and that's going to be, I want to go to a Red Sox-Yankees game or series.
0: Okay. I like it.
1: One of the, you know, Baseball has always, you know, baseball was my first love when it comes to sports. Yeah, I loved it when I was a little kid, and I always loved, you know, all the traditional aspects of it. Yankees, Red Sox, probably the two biggest names in the MLB. Um, and of course, I grew up on the Braves, like everybody else in the state of Alabama. So, but I've always wanted to go to a tradition-heavy Event like 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 this game, of course you know all the history, the the big green monster at Fenway, and uh, the the curse of Babe Ruth, and uh, the obnoxious, hilarious, profanities that I'm sure the Boston people and New York people throw at each <laughs> other, which is probably the biggest thing I want to be a part of. Right, right. Hey. <laughs> I don't want to say what they'll actually say, but like, think of any line from the movie uh, uh, The Departed. And I've got a bleep button
0: on here. I can I can put a bleep button in if you need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Release the Yankee.
1: Hey, you're gonna wish your father never met your mother. <laughs> when I'm through with you and that stupid can of beans, they <laughs> like beans. I think.
0: Can I get a soda pop? Uh, I don't know. You mother... A... Okay,
1: well... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take that... I'm going to take that big flappy New York pizza and shove it up... You know, whatever. <laughs> hey, I love it. I'm
0: walking it. here! I'm walking!
1: Yeah, you got sucks! That. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but yes, it's just one of those traditional sporting events I always want to go to. There's a few you could throw in there like this, and uh, Duke, North Carolina, would be another... Uh, Ohio State-Michigan would be another one. Uh, And, of course, like a Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. But this is always, I've always wanted to go watch a Red Sox-Yankees game. And I almost sort of got to a couple years ago when I was in New York. It was the Mets instead of the Yankees, but, you know, that's fine. I Mm -hmm. didn't care. It it was the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. But because you got to have your Covid blah 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 blah.
0: Oh, you Jesus. can't come in. Yeah, uh, so you can't come to a baseball stadium. Yeah, in the wide open because you don't have your COVID.
1: Yeah. So <sighs>
0: it, you know,
1: one day we're gonna look back on all the stuff we did and be and and just go wow.
0: Yeah, I'm already doing that, dude. I've been doing that since 2020. <laughs> and, oh, uh, me. even
1: even for that time, the tickets weren't terribly cheap either. So. I bought the tickets only to realize hey, uh, your fiance can't come into the open air stadium Jesus. because she only has one round of vaccines.
0: How stupid
1: what what, what dorkishness
0: that's why I won't be up there anytime. Yeah,
1: well i am sure most of them are sick of it too, but you know <laughs> the ones that don't have any power are right, the ones that exactly. are sick of it, so'
0: Just the average Joe's like us are tired
1: of it. Look, I went up there one uh, that same trip, I went into uh, one of the restaurants and they were like, hey, you gotta sign in. Sign in? Yeah, you gotta write down your name and address and all that stuff. Like, what for? I, I I really don't know, dude. There, it's, it's stupid. We gotta track everybody who comes in and out of here. What? Or, not track, but like, keep tabs, you know, I, I don't know what the deal was behind it, but it was the dumbest thing I ever saw.
0: You send someone in a black van to your house, waiting outside your door? You know, someone gets <laughs> sick after you leave the restaurant? I wish them. Well, I, was, I wish somebody would. <laughs> like,
1: have you been around anyone with COVID recently? Yeah, like every dadgum day, it's my job.
0: Right, right. Exactly.
1: <gasps> what? Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> anyway, what am I talking about? Yes, uh, the Red Sox-Yankees, it's it's a staple of American sports sports. Uh, one of the greatest rivalries in sports uh you know probably the most recognizable, yeah, so yeah, I've always wanted to go and uh take part in that and just hang out with the people and uh whoever happens to be winning, I'll just pretend to root for them, right, <laughs> so it'd just be good fun that's that's number five for my bucket list, oh boy, we got off on a tangent,
0: Nah, we always yeah. do it's <laughs> always fun, we gotta get a little political every now and then. So good start on number five, man, and because of that, I'm gonna have to change one of mine because you, you you just you tempted me. We've talked about this before, and I'm gonna go ahead and change one of my one of mine, and I'm gonna go ahead and say I I want to go to a Duke North Carolina basketball game either in Chapel Hill uh, or at Duke. One one of the, I really don't care because I'm not a huge fan of either one of them, so I, it'd be but. I I wish I would have done it when they had Coach K. You know, uh, as of late, uh, both teams have been, or one of the teams have been subpar during the regular season for like the last, it seems like, ten years. One of them has been down. Uh, And, and, you know, I wish I would have gotten the chance to see them both. Now, that Final Four game a couple of years ago, uh where where it was coach K's final season i mean that was like fairy tale book right there to play north carolina in the final four um to go to the national championship in your final season for mm. coach K arguably like the greatest coach of all time and that that i i don't know how much the tickets were for that but it had to be higher than any yeah. game in history probably it's got to be I can't think of any matchup that is more iconic than that. Any coach that's more iconic than that in basketball, and and the, a Final Four game. You know, it's not just ACC matchup. So yeah, long story short, I would I would love to still still the the rich tradition like you said. It, it's still Duke. It's still North Carolina. It's still two blue bloods, regardless if North Carolina was the <laughs> went from uh, playing in a national championship game. To be in the first team in history to be preseason number one and not even make the tournament <laughs> the next year because they were such trash. like Yeah, they yeah. were severely overrated last year. I'd still like an opportunity to see them both at their best play each other in person. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't care if it's at uh, North Carolina. I don't care if it's at Duke. I do not care. I would love to see those two powerhouses play just just to see the environment and witness it firsthand.
1: Oh, absolutely. That
0: that would be.
1: Yeah, basketball's real fun to watch in person too. Right, especially when you don't have a vested interest in it.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you're just watching it to watch. It. I'm telling yeah. you, one of the best memories I have, dude, is. And of course, I graduated from UAB, <clears throat> so I'm I'm a little bit more partial to UAB. But I I I wasn't uh, I I wasn't at school there at the time. It was before I went graduated from UAB. I went. I got a a buddy of mine had tickets to, kind of like like back backstage not backstage but like coaching pass tickets to the conference usa basketball tournament at legacy it was actually bjcc at that time and you got to go back to the to the room eat all the goodies and stuff and you just watched conference usa basketball all day dude you you go in there you don't really have a favorite you just enjoy basketball all day long with a smaller conference not a power five and that was probably one of the best basketball memories I've ever had in terms of, of watching basketball. It was great, dude. I bet. That sounds
1: <clears throat> sounds really fun. Um my mind just went blank. Oh yeah. Because it's a blank space. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Shout out to the last show. That's God, right. That was fun.
0: That was dude. Okay. So much butt hurt.
1: Number four for me. I would love to to take a trip to have
0: jiu- the. <laughs> 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 you'd <I> would <laughs> love to take jiu jitsu. That's great, man. <laughs> well, I would love
1: to take a trip to Japan. Really? Yes. I've always wanted to go out there. I don't know why. It's, it's a country that really fascinates me. There's all kinds of, you know, the, the history speaks for itself, but it, it just looks like a heck of a fun place to go. Okay. Um, Interesting. So yeah, like I I've never been there, obviously. So uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you you have all the historical stuff, you know the 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 buildings and and whatnot. And you you turn a street corner, and there's a there's a thousand people dressed in anime <laughs> <laughs> or something. I I don't know, but um, yes, I, I've always wanted to go out there and just. Uh, uh, I almost went, I think. Yeah. It was uh back in like two thousand eight. I almost went out there, but um ended up not being able to. It was just a little bit expensive. It was oh, yeah, this. Sure. It was this big uh youth thing that was that I happened to get invited to, but um just a little bit too much uh past this rednecks budget. Mm-hmm. So uh but the the people, the history, the traditions, the cultures, uh, modern and um, uh, past are all mixed and mashed up there. I've always wanted to go up there and experience it. The food, it, uh, you you could do a whole show on the food mm-hmm. by itself. Yeah, uh, it's just fantastic, and it, it's just uh it's one of those Asian countries I would really like to go to. South Korea, I think, would be another one. I hear Seoul is a really fun place to go to.
0: Hmm. That might be the most random thing I hear today. I hear Seoul is fine this time of the year. Uh, hey, you know, there's a,
1: <laughs> there, there's a lot of interesting countries and places out there. Uh, you remember when I was trying to get us all to go to Vietnam?
0: I do remember that. Um, but we went to Vegas instead. <laughs> Went from one V to another. Yeah, uh,
1: Vietnam might have been cheaper.
0: It probably was.
1: <laughs> now, Vietnam's turned into a really uh, nice tourist industry, though. Like a lot, of, it's it's not obviously what you think of when you hear Vietnam,
0: right?
1: Uh, so it, it there's there's a lot of neat stuff out there. A lot <laughs> you
0: don't of... think of Forrest Gump or <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant yeah. Dan like that.
1: Well, you know, living in America, that is unfortunately the first thing that always pops yeah, up. Yeah,
0: you know? that or Full Metal Jacket or whatever
1: but uh just some uh, i like asia like i've always wanted to go out there hmm. to to somewhere just to visit and see, you know see the cultures and meet the people and and see how they and see how they all go about themselves out there and it, it's and how it contrasts with my own you know worldview and and my routines and what i do yeah. uh so that's always been the neatest thing for me cool. um so but yeah japan japan is just uh Obviously, they're one of our closest allies, and uh, it, it'd just be nice to go across the world to a friendly country that...
0: Uh, Doesn't want to bomb you? What? <laughs> well. I should have rethought that comment.
1: <laughs> well, you might see the occasional North Korea uh, putt put. Rocket fly overhead, but yeah, yeah. But yes, uh, I've always wanted to go out there. So oh, and to obviously to ride like the bullet train and uh, see Mount Fuji and all that stuff. uh, They have a lot. The technology out there would probably blow our minds if we went.
0: Yeah. So. Godzilla too.
1: That's uh, Godzilla. That's um number four for me.
0: (laughs) Cool. I like it. I like it. Um my number 4, I'll dive straight in and say I want to and they do this. You have overnight stays or overnight tours at the Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky. One of the most haunted uh like you know, past hospitals or whatever you want to call it institutions in america yeah and they actually it's real popular around october of course i mean you to to just go to a spook house there in october is just I mean, the line it, it's so much so much but i'd like to go uh, in the fall but i'd like to go up there and spend the night or, or do like an overnight tour and they they have i'm, I'm in a, a group on facebook that that fans uh, of uh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium and a lot of them have done that. They have pictures and stuff like that. And you see some pretty cool stuff on those pictures. Um, a lot of them have, you know, photos of, of different apparitions or different people, d- different things that, you know, it's it's just really neat. It'd be cool to see firsthand something like that. Uh, and you uh, know, on the flip side of that coin, you just, uh, you know, you kind of hope, Something wouldn't follow you home. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, um, I don't know, man. I've all, I'm fascinated with that kind of stuff, supernatural, paranormal, uh, otherworldly. That stuff is fascinating. Uh, we need to have a podcast on that one day. Uh, heck, that could be a freaking series for all I care. But I, I would love to, to witness some of that stuff in a controlled environment, if you can call it controlled, uh, and, and semi-be-safe. If that's possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. Spend the night or overnight tour at Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Nice.
1: Okay. I've I've heard about it. You've told me about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's a heck of a place. Hey, hey, if anything follows you home, just give it a drink when it gets here. There you go. Yeah. It's going to be thirsty.
0: There you go. So. My son will probably see it before I do. <laughs> He's been doing that crap lately. <laughs>
1: Uh, number three, uh, I've always wanted an airplane. It's just the ultimate vanity project, right? Right. Uh, anybody can, they'll let anybody get a pilot's license to start with. (laughs) So that won't be a problem (laughs) outside of the cost. But you know, I just, I've always wanted, who doesn't want their own dadgum airplane? I've talked about it on the show before. Well, I'm gonna be late for work. I can't take the car. Well, I can get the airplane. I can get there quicker yeah <laughs> so, yeah um it's just hey hey kids, pack your bags we're going to we're going to Key West for the weekend.
0: right. Let's take off. yeah, let's go instead of a, a multi-hour trip plan a 16 hour drive right and... oh God, that'd be horrible. <sighs> I to... stop at McDonald's. <sighs> You just turn. I wonder how long it would take. We are stopped plane. at McDonald's? You're such a disappointment. <laughs> how long would it take <laughs> to get from here to Key West on an, on a plane like that? I wonder how long. Uh,
1: probably a few hours.
0: That's what I was thinking about. Three, three, maybe. If you had the so gas. Hours. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, I know, from Birmingham to Tampa in a in a big old seven forty seven takes uh, about an hour and fifteen minutes, so I'm surely it would be, you know, it wouldn't be that fast by any means. But if you, I mean, over doubled that time, surely three hours or so would give you enough time. I don't know. I just I'm rambling again. Yeah, I just got on my mind.
1: No, no, it's a like I don't know what the range of like your standard Cessna one seventy two or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Which is like your base package right. plane that everybody starts out with. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the range is for that, but it could get you close, right? Um, now, but you know the the freedom of being able to fly. I mean, you're not really free because you have traffic patterns. Well, and yeah, you, yeah. you got to be sure not to fly into somebody else.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> always helps, but
1: uh, uh but. It's still like you're you're up there by yourself. You can do whatever. You can really do whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just fun, and you're out there with the elements, and it's just you, and this cheaply made piece of aluminum and <laughs> uh, wood and gears holding you up there.
0: It's, <laughs> yeah. it's what you know, you're depending on to survive. <laughs> there's nothing like it. <laughs> yeah, um, okay.
1: So... Now, as a spoiler, uh, skydiving is not on my list, <laughs> so yeah. that, that's not going, if if somebody was like, hey, Reno, we're going skydiving tomorrow, you want to go with us? I'd be like, yeah, sure, but um, it's not something I wake up wanting to do every day. Right, right. You get, what, two chances? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you you got your first cord and your emergency cord and that's it.
0: Yeah. People say you can't, Better you hope can't somebody skydive. It right. People say you can't skydive without a parachute. You can skydive without a parachute. You just can't skydive again. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Bad dad joke. Anyways, is that was oh, that your number three?
1: We're all on the bad jokes today. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are eating
0: it up, dude. Was that number three? Uh, yes. Okay. My number three is going to be something I think Reno and I will get to do. Uh, sometime later this year, and that is going to be, take the bikes, motorcycles, not, uh, not like triathlon bikes, but like the actual motorcycles up to the tail of the dragon, ride the blue Ridge skyline, tail of the dragon, all the many routes up there in that North Carolina into Tennessee area. There are so many routes off the tail of the dragon. I don't, I don't want to ride just it. I'd like to ride all kind of rides. Through there and I think it's the blue Ridge skyline or something that takes you up into the clouds, literally you're up there sitting there riding amongst the clouds like yeah. and God, just imagine riding that cl- t- towards the end of the summer or beginning of the fall where it's uh, you know still warm, but the leaves may be starting to turn a little bit in October. well, that may be too late up there, I don't know, but maybe not. just that would be unbelievable to get yeah. pictures of and just to witness wind therapy in those settings. So yeah, I mean that that is definitely a number three. Now I know I've heard from several people too that I work with that have, that have ridden the tail before and they said, Whatever you do, like <laughs> try to go when it's not a weekend or like real popular at the time. Yeah. Because he said the tail will get extremely, extremely uh, congested mm-hmm. and with people trying to set times on it. That's not what I'm about. That's set not times what, on it? Like... Like, like they want to see how fast they can get from the top to the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah, on okay. their little crotch rockets. They're like, you know, turning with their knees on the ground, leaning. Nah, that's not me, bro. I'm going to be putt-putting like an old man. Now, yeah. luckily, he said they're, they're like shoulders to get off or to get over to let these people go by at, like, every single spot you can get over. Uh, But he also got a ticket from a state trooper for trying to do, uh, trying to uh, rev up on one particular strip. He said there was only, like, a 300-yard strip that he just, (gasps) on and got up to, like, 80. Uh, And it was supposed to be, like, 30 or something like that. (laughs) He said the guy didn't, he said he he didn't, he gave him a ticket. He said he could have taken my bike. Gave, uh, like taking me to jail and all stuff. He's, but it's called. He realized after that 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 particular turn is called like Ticket Tavern or something. Something. It's like <laughs> extreme. It's not like Ticket Tavern, but it's something where it's like everybody knows you're gonna get busted right there. So don't do it. But he didn't know that, and so he got he got busted. So yeah, I'd love to go and just ride at my own pace, all those different routes up there, see the beauties of. I've never ridden my bike in North Carolina or Tennessee, and I want to do that. I've ridden in Florida, I've ridden in Alabama. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ridden in Georgia, but I, I, I want to cover Tennessee, North Carolina, and eventually all south, like all southern states. I want to have my bike touch ground.
1: Yeah, well, I've always sort of wanted to go out to, like, the Midwest and ride a motorcycle. We can do that, too. Like, out in the plains. (laughs) And it's just just endless sky, you know? Tornado
0: Alley or something.
1: Yeah. Now, the wind might be something to have to compensate for, but...
0: Maybe, yeah.
1: Because we found out on the beach that motorcycles don't like wind very much.
0: No, no, they don't.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, uh, as far as the crotch rocketers go, like, I'm going to... I'm going to go the speed limit, probably, and uh, on a road like that, I'm not going to feel indebted to somebody else who's trying to be a jack wagon.
0: Yeah. You can go kill <laughs> so, yourself on your own time.
1: Because, <laughs> um, uh, I've, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, don't, I get it. I don't feel sorry for you, if, you if, if I'm getting in the way of you feeling like you need to get yourself killed. hmm So
0: you're going to race like the. you're going to try to race like the curviest trail in North America. You're going to try to like race it now, to you can, set times. You
1: yeah. can go around me if you want. I don't you do that at your own risk. Right. <laughs> right. But, uh yeah, so um cool. I I I can't wait to do that. If we can do that this summer that we are going to do live on location. Mhm. Yeah.
0: We'll take our stuff to the the resort or wherever we're at, cabin, whatever it is in North Carolina or Tennessee, and we will do a podcast from that location.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Number two. Number two for me. And this is where we start to get personal. Uh Uh-oh. Number two. I... One of my favorite things to do as a kid, shoot, I like to do it now. I don't give a crap. Uh, I like trains, right? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I've always wanted to take, just like my grandfather did for me, we would always go out you know, to Parish or wherever and, and just watch. When I was growing up, we just watched the trains go by. We'd walk on the tracks. We'd collect souvenirs like <clears throat> old railroad spikes and cool-looking ballast rocks and everything. Um, so I've always wanted to take my own kids to do that, or at least one of them, you know, Mm -hmm. just to kind of continue that a little bit, uh, you know, take them on train trips and rides and stuff. It's my favorite way to travel by far. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I just think that would be really, Courtney and I have talked about this a lot. Um. Just kind of get them in the spirit of, you know, liking stuff like that. I I don't know. It's just something that I've always kind of wanted to do with, you know, with like a little son or something. Just go out there and uh, pick up rocks and railroad spikes and watch the trains go by and uh, take a, take the, Random trips on Amtrak to go to like New Orleans or Atlanta or somewhere and just have fun, you
0: know, just making a family tradition
1: like we used to do when I was a kid. And mm-hmm.
0: and uh, that's just uh,
1: maybe not go out there and walk on the tracks anymore because <laughs> they get they they've gotten they're a lot more strict about that now than they used to be, right?
0: right. <laughs> but but what, you can walk by the tracks, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. But if you hear a train, for God's sake, look over your shoulder.
1: <laughs> right. <But laughs> Get out
0: of the way. It,
1: you know, it's, it's, uh, I went and did that stint on the railroad last summer. I I, I got to go work for them and, uh, it was a great experience. But I, I was heartbroken that I had to leave it because I knew that with, you know, with everything I'm trying to do in my life, it just was not, it, it would not have worked. I could see it a mile away. And uh but I tried to give it a shot and yeah. You know, I'm glad I tried it. But uh like I said, I, I, I would still like to uh I'd still like to take little Jimmy or Johnny or <laughs> Little Reno whatever. Or Caden with an E <laughs> <laughs> and a Z. Or however they're doing it now uh and just go out there and maybe go out to the to the park in Decatur and and just watch the the trains pull in through the you know through the park and and all this stuff and cross the river and just have fun and go out to go out to the museums and ride the old steam engines and just stuff like that that I don't it's just a really it's not a bombastic thing on my list like all these other things are but uh, it's just something that I would love to do with you know with one of my kids at least, so,
0: in the words of Kenny Chesney, yeah, man, that's the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, dude like that is a family tradition, a legacy that you your family is built, and you would carry on for a generation, and maybe little Reno, if you have a boy or whatever or. Even if it's a girl or whatever, can, can carry on that tradition. <clears throat> I like that, dude. I did not see that coming. And it's, once again, man, it's wild that you said this because my number two, and it probably should be my number one, but I'll, I'll get to my number one. My number two is I, I want to coach my son in basketball. Now, right when I said that, Allison was like, well, what about your daughter? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of forgot about her.
1: (laughs) It happens (laughs) sometimes.
0: So, so like, let me say this again. I'd like to coach my son and my daughter, if that's possible, in basketball. Uh, Of course, you know, my son was was the first thought. He is the oldest. Uh, I'm a much bigger fan of boys' basketball than I am men's basketball. I mean, I'm sorry a much bigger fan of men's basketball than I am, girls' basketball, and, and that, you know that's just how it is for the vast majority of America. but that doesn't mean I wouldn't coach my daughter in a heartbeat. Uh, I would love that. They have that. I would love to coach my son and my, and my daughter in basketball, because my dad got to coach me in the eighth grade, and it was the happiest year I've ever had in school in terms of uh, memories and it was a great season um yes we lost in the, in a county championship game but i mean the the memories i had with dad uh getting in those extra hours fighting you know about what i should have done what i shouldn't have done and being the coach's son and getting <laughs> ridden like a freaking horse you know the every single game like it was tough. Don't get me wrong, but uh, the man, the the victories, the highs, those things. The the I still have footage, the old fashioned videotapes, you know, where you video games. We didn't have iPhone then. You you had your aunt sitting there with a with a, a video camera the size of her arm, holding it on her shoulder <laughs> like she's working for Fox Six. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's what you took home and and, he, and you watched it. and You hope to God she got everything. Um. And then she progressed to small little DVDs. That was huge. But regardless, <laughs> uh, I would love to have that with my kids, whether it be both of them, whether it be my son or my daughter. I would love to have that because there's that has just always been a dream of mine, man. Basketball is my favorite sport. Anyone who knows me knows that I want to teach and coach eventually. and And I believe that is probably one of my – biggest callings that I've run from for quite some time now. And just the thought of either at the junior high level or the varsity level to be able to coach, my kids would be uh, a dream come true. Um, that I I know there would be lows involved with that. I know there would be extreme highs involved with that. But I know that it would probably be some, if not the best memories I could ever have with my kids. And so that should probably be my number one. I know probably be like, man, this jackass isn't putting his kids first. You know, what's wrong with him? Like, you'll see why my number, what what my number one is. Uh, It's
1: important for kids to learn early that they don't come first in everything.
0: (laughs) There you go. There you go. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Just as I had to learn. (laughs) Yeah, you learn through pain. But yeah, so my my number. No, you suck. (laughs) You missed two free throws out of five. No, <laughs> you can eat when you go at least 80%. But yeah, that, uh, that would be one of my greatest, probably achievements, one of my greatest moments, and I hope I get to do that one day.
1: I'm sure you will. Shoot, I might even have my kids come play for you.
0: There you go. I'm going to create a dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. It would you be. Shoot, you never know. You've got to be my stat keeper, dude. You've said that for like a millennia
1: your uh, your daughter might actually turn out to be a better player.
0: She may, she she very well may. And they both, you so. know, I say all this, they both may hate basketball <laughs> and uh, they <clears throat> I may never get this opportunity, but I would love I would love that opportunity to coach them in basketball. Screw softball. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, dude. I, just basketball is just where it's at with me. I'm sorry. That's, I'm not going to apologize for who I am. I'll support them in anything they want to play but I'll, it would be so different to coach the sport I'm passionate about with the two kids I am most passionate about in this entire universe.
1: Well, I guess that kind of leads me into sort of an honorable mention I just thought about. Maybe, uh, you know, of course, we talked about trying to get the kids interested in something that I like, but then again, I even more so look forward to uh, getting into what they like. Whatever they want to do. They want to play football, basketball, baseball, or they want to be in the band or, right. or be in dance class and, right. and get really good at that. I don't care what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to be there to support them. Even if I don't like what they're doing, I'll at least pretend. right? And they won't ever find out until they listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's not going to hurt them.
0: No. And, <laughs> and let, let me clarify for any of our users who are sitting there thinking I'm being a horrible dad. I'm not saying I wouldn't support or love my kids in any sport they play. No, that's not true. I will be there front and center. I don't care if they're on the freaking hopscotch team. I will be there pushing them to be the best they can be in whatever sport or band or anything they want. I don't care if my daughter wants to play the flute. Like I'm going to be there having flute lessons with uh, whoever over here, like any chance I can get for her to get better and to love her passion. But I'm just saying for my bucket list, that is on my bucket list that it would be a chance for me to coach those two yeah. in the sport that i love the most yeah
1: and i'm i'm glad you said you were going to push them to be good because i i think you should push your kids to be good at something that yes. they like yes i don't know who wrote the i don't know who thinks the rule was written that you shouldn't be able to push your kids in any way no. i think you i think you should because you know you push your son to be good at basketball if you know he likes it, right? You right. don't want to force him to do something he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. But um if you push him to be good at it, he's gonna want to be good at it, or he he's gonna he's gonna develop that mindset that he that he should try to be good at everything he does. Right. That he should try to excel and that that goes far beyond basketball or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that Preach goes it. that goes into life. Preach it, brother. Um so and it is something that I am learning at this stage in life. But by George, I'm going to, you know, I- I'm going to impart that on my kids when they get here. Yeah. So um, we're going to have fun, but we're going to work hard. That's right. So that's the way I see it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> another tangent. Uh, number one for me, sticking with the family thing. I just want to, and this is the most unrealistic uh, part in all of the list, but I just want to retire (laughs) and be happy. Okay. Well, I can be happy, but I want to, I want to retire and just, you know, when, when my, when, when my work is done and it's time to put the horses up, uh, I just want to sit back and sit back on the deck with my, wife, my gorgeous wife, and my wonderful wife, and uh, with our rocking chairs facing toward the west, and just be satisfied, you know, our kids have made it, their their kids are, you know, are either coming or, or they're already making it, you know, who knows, and uh, just, uh, just be happy with it, be, you know, well done, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So, and watch the sun set on a grateful universe.
0: (laughs) Dang, dude. That's something like.
1: That's from Thanos. I was
0: about to say that. You took the words right from my mouth. That's (laughs) some Thanos junk right there.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, just at the end of the day, just be done and be satisfied and move on to the next world with little to no regrets.
0: I like it, dude. A good finisher for the number one. That's. That's, that's strong I, my number one is going to be it's not going to involve family now i would love for it to involve family but uh i just it would pop they'd have to be much older um my number one and i've i've hinted at this on previous podcasts um i know one episode for sure but i want to take a a, a at least probably it'd probably take two or three weeks but i would like to take a summer and I'd like to tour the very monumental areas in Europe where World War II occurred, of mm. uh, such as we I've spoken on this for the you know concentration camps, death camps, Auschwitz, Durkenau, uh Normandy, you know the beaches of Normandy, uh. uh I would, Stalingrad, you know, like I would love to go, of course, Stalingrad's not in Europe, but you, you know what I mean, like, I would still love to I think it's in the European part of Russia, isn't it? Is it? Hey, it no, no Russia's entirely in Asia.
1: No, it, it splits
0: it. Are you sure? I think. I thought Russia was entirely in Asia. Re- it don't whatever. matter. It doesn't matter. Regardless. It's close uh, enough. Yeah. Regardless, I would I would like to see, like, all the places. And I guess I'd make my way to Japan, too. Um, So maybe I shouldn't have just said European. But for sure, I would love to see some of where the largest battles, the biggest turning points in the war, or the most traumatic events, I guess, during the war happen. I'd love to go to Europe and see those places. Yeah. Now, it would take... Like I said it'd probably take a few weeks because you it's not a place like hey we're just going to drive over here. No, no, you're going country to country in a in, on a continent. So
1: yeah. it
0: had to be I'm not one for an itinerary on my trip, but this one would kind of have to have an itinerary of certain days you've got to fly to this country, you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah. World War II is my favorite war uh and my favorite historical piece uh in in all mankind um what went down during that uh you know decade or not really a decade but really about almost a decade about 6 7 years was really is unbelievable what happened and so I would love to go witness for myself those battlefields those concentration camps those beaches of normandy where D Day happened. You know all the places. Now it would probably not be. You'd probably have to have a day or two where you enjoyed the city. You know, and you went out and you enjoyed the town. You explored and you enjoyed what you were seeing. But then you'd probably have to have a day completely set aside for absolute reverence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where you're for those places.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you know, I think it. I think that war was probably the biggest event. In human history. Right. Uh, if you leave out, you know, obviously like religious stuff like mm-hmm. and just focus on human history itself. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Now, the biggest thing I would like to see is if you go to all these different countries, they all have different perspectives on what happened. Mm. Uh, you know, we like to look at it over here as, you know, America saves the day, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) You know the the good war and all that stuff, and but you go over there, and it's it's like a real solemn uh, thing for a lot of people who live over there, right? Because there's a lot of people who live over there who lived through it, right? And it's different, you know. And, And just to like in Germany, you know, we all know how we all know how Germany's culture is now right. when it comes to the war. And, uh, they're fully aware, and then some. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's almost like, uh, it, it's almost like something... Well,
0: it's, it's I, like, it's to, like American slavery. It. Yeah. It's something it, you're extremely ashamed and embarrassed about.
1: Yeah. Um And, you know, uh, It's just, that's just part of the consequence, right? Right. uh, What you do affects several generations, you know, down from you. You think it doesn't, but it does. Mm -hmm. You know, we still deal with with the ramifications for the stupid crap that we did in this country, uh, just as they have to do with theirs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, learning how to respect... The war in in all of these different places that you go when it comes to interacting with people in those cultures, mm-hmm. would it would be a challenge?
0: Yeah,
1: but it would be fun. Like it, you can't just go. Yeah. You, can't get, you can't just go up somewhere and be like, "Yeah, America. Yeah, y'all gonna thank us yet?" Right? Yeah. No, man. <laughs> no, that's not how they see it. No, because that's not how it was for them.
0: No, it, exactly. And I would like to go sooner than later because I, I, I it's coming a time where hardly anybody from World War II is round, you know, that was there to witness the concentration camps. And I I, I really, really wish that I would have, I, I'd had the opportunity to speak with some of the people that were involved, maybe one from each city, you know, yeah. that, that I could find at a museum or, or I I don't know. I'm just, you know, this, this may never even happen. I hope it does. It's, it's my number one thing on my bucket list. No
1: reason for it not to.
0: Right. And But I I would love to witness, like you said, the civilization side of it from that country and just kind of keep my mouth shut and just see how they feel about the whole thing. You it's know?
1: almost like a pilgrimage right. kind of thing. you know.
0: It would be an extreme movement. There's no doubt about that. Almost a religious experience at some of these places, I'm sure. That's why I said you'd probably have to have a couple of days where you enjoyed whatever city you were in you went and sight saw, you, you know, enjoyed the breweries or whatever, ale house, you know. <laughs> uh, went and had a brat or whatever in Germany, you know, uh, a brujas. But then also, when it came time to go to that concentration camp, you better get your mind right. You know, there's no more fun in playing games. There's no more joking, anything like that. It. It, it's serious. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm just too old-fashioned, but I, that's what I would like to to do. Have a have a trip a couple of weeks, two or three weeks of just have fun a couple of days a week and then you have a serious day. Yeah. Fly, fun, sit you know and see all those places.
1: Yeah. Of course the cemetery at Normandy would be the, the spot I would love to go to. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah that, that that's the American connection though. Like those are those are our people buried right. under there. So um Doing something that you couldn't pay me enough money to do
0: right exactly uh so but
1: yes, all of it total especially in on the european side um I'm not so sure how they deal with it in you know Japan and all the and, and whatnot uh it's I hear it's not on the level of how the, how they respect the war in Germany mm-hmm. so it would be a lot different over there, but yeah. yeah the the camps uh, the beach cemetery i think would be the spots for me to mm-hmm. at, at least go to and pay respect to
0: i like it dude hey, hey let's just go on this trip together all right hey, shoot i'm going look <laughs> let's up get tickets. out of here
1: <laughs> i got my delta app
0: speaking of getting out of here guys that is the end of the episode of our top 5 and a big shout out to lady j for giving us what was a very very good topic and we thank are you about very to, much yeah thank you thank you thank you and when once you listen to this guys make sure you comment your five in the comment section below on this page whether it uh, preferably on the on the actual podcast page that it's a lot easier for us to keep up with so comment your five and have fun with it man some of us were superficial some of it was deep you do what you want to do Reno anything you need to tell our audience before we cut it off
1: No. Fun show. It was
0: a fun (laughs) show. Fun show. (laughs) Thank you for listening.
1: And uh, appreciate it if you interact with us into the future.
0: All right, guys. And with that, we say thank you for listening to the Anything and Everything podcast. And have a great day. Go, Marshall.